Wild Women. Welcome back to the Femme Podcast. I'm so excited to be leading you into today's podcast. Over the next four weeks, we are going to be introducing you to the speakers of Outspoken. So we are interviewing all of the speakers. You're going to get to tune into their energy, to hear them firsthand, to tap into their wisdom, to get to truly know them before they lead with their most potent training inside Outspoken. So whether you're joining us or not inside Outspoken, you're going to learn from these women. You're going to be immersed in their energy over the next four weeks. And then we are going to invite you to take it beyond that. We are going to invite you inside Outspoken, the 12-week coaching container with these powerful, potent women. These women are powerhouses in their industry. They've created millions online doing what they love. So join us, learn from them, learn from us. If you want to come inside, Outspoken is open for you. The link will be in our show notes. But for now, we are going to dive in for our first interview. This was the first speaker that said hell yes to Outspoken right away. She saw the vision when we extended the invitation to her. She was in We couldn't be more thrilled to introduce you to Stephanie Ann Houston, better known as Exo Gingy Online Steph. If you do not know her already, get ready. She is bold. She is fierce. She is the unicorn of the coaching industry. We were first introduced to Steph back in the fall of 2019. We were in a mastermind with her and I will let you know the very first moment I saw her on camera in our mastermind, in our Zoom call, my energy was immediately drawn to her. I was like, who is this woman? Who is this woman who just says what she wants to say, who is bold. She literally like drew me in. I wanted to crawl through the computer screen to get to know her, to meet her. So I'm so excited. You're going to get a piece of her here today. She is a multimillionaire coach. She's a content creator. She's an influencer. She's a wealth expander. She has turned her love for social media and brand building into one of the top coaching practices in the industry and has also created one of the most innovative personal brands online. Go check out her Instagram and you will know exactly what I mean. Steph has built her business using 100% organic social media traction and relationship building. Her teachings are the perfect blend of tangible steps and energetic momentum. Steph is undoubtedly a visionary entrepreneur who continues to pivot set trends, and pave the way for influencer coaches around the world. I am so excited to be sharing this interview with you. Dive in, wild women. Let us take you for a ride. Hello, hello, wild women. We are so excited to be here today on the Femme Podcast, and we are bringing it with Exo Gingy. <laughs> you guys are so fun. Yeah. I feel like this is a party already. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you even begin? Where do you even begin to introduce Steph, the unicorn in the coaching industry? Steph, we have had I mean, such an incredible journey with you to be able to walk with you, to be able to dive into a mastermind with you, to receive coaching from you, to be in collaboration with you. Like we've really got to dive in all and always with you. And it's been incredible. It's been incredible to be part of your journey. It's been incredible to witness your journey. And I'm just so excited to have you here, part of Outspoken, leading the women 
inside. I'm so happy. You know, I'm having like a full circle moment because I remember like two years, three years ago when I was on your podcast, I was at my mom's house recording that. Like I'm having like a flashback right now of like, that would be so funny to listen to that and then listen to whatever this conversation turns out. Like for all of us, like this is insane. Oh my gosh. And as you said that, I thought you were going to go back to the first time that we connected. And I remember being on the first mastermind call with you. And I sent Robin a message. I'm like, who's that girl? And I felt that like instant draw to you. So yeah, it's been, I think that's like two and a half years and there's podcasting, there's magic. So excited to make more magic with you now. Me too. Yeah, Steph, I think one of the things that I imagine that a lot of people feel your energy for the first time and have that same response that Jack did, whether it's a triggered response, whether it's a, what the hell, like, how does she do it response, whether it's a direct magnetism, whether it's shock and awe, whether it's wonder and magnificence, like your energy, it it really, you know, when I was writing the copy to introduce you in our feed as one of the speakers, like she, she's made of fire and you share this truth. And somehow I don't know if you even know you're doing it, but it's like you share a hundred percent, a thousand percent, and then a million percent of who you are and that radiance and that vulnerability and the, the power in that vulnerability really moves people, right? It doesn't even matter how it moves people. It moves people. And that is the feeling that I'm so excited for every single woman, A, who's listening to this podcast, and then B, who gets to be in your teaching energy and your presence as a coach inside Outspoken. I'm so excited for them to feel what I've felt with you and for them to experience what Jack has gotten to experience with you for themselves, because you have this really sensational feeling of momentum that just comes through your presence. And and I'm so thankful that there's going to be so many women who get impacted by that and get to feel that and get to learn from you and, and be in your energy. So I'm so, I'm so happy. Well, thank you. Like I'm, that makes me emotional, you know, because it's like, I'm aware of like, obviously who I am and how I am and everything, but like, we never see ourselves the way other people see us. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you guys see what I am and all the things, but then also I feel like I'm over here, but I'm also thinking about all the other things, like the million other things. So I'm so grateful though, that people can get the best of me and all of me and and, and all of the things. And, you know, as you were saying that it's like this process to this point for me in my life has felt like self-love. That's the thing that was coming up is like self-love because I like, this is to me, it's like, I don't, realize it's a thing because it's it's fully embodied you know what I mean like it's just like it's just who I am like what do you mean like and this is where also I get caught up sometimes because all I want to do is for people to feel this way within themselves but how do we teach that we can't we have to be in it and witness someone else be in their own for us to then start to feel like well what does that feel like to be in my own essence and energy and, and confidence and magnetism or whatever it is so it's just I'm going right into it. I'm like, there's a duality that I feel because I'm like, I want to show people how to do it, but I, I don't know how to do it beyond just being it and, and sharing all of me. So thank you for that reflection. And I think like, this is 
part of why I'm here in this conversation is like, how do we bring this out in people? Cause this is what we need as leaders. Yeah. And that piece of being it, right? Like this is the femme way in the femme way in the femme world. We talk about being the embodiment of wealth, power, pleasure. Like that's what it takes. Yeah, you wrote a post recently and it really landed for me. You said, people often ask me how I do it. And I don't always answer this way, but I'm going to say it out loud right now. It's just who I am, you know? And like, that was the answer is like, yep, we can try all these different things. We can have the strategies. We can have the copy, the content, the pictures, whatever it is, this is just who I am. I move at this speed. This is my frequency. This is my energy. I loved the ownership and the declaration and like, it's easy for me. That's the truth. But also there was a time where it wasn't because you you know what? It feels like when it's not easy, it feels like there's resistance. Like I know what I need to do and I know it could be easy, but there's something there. That's the piece is like, We all know what to do. We all know where the answers are. Like it's easy to get the answers, but then what's the difference between us all having the answers and it looking different ways? Like what's that piece and that piece, the way that I see it in my experience and the way that I look at it is the self-love, the confidence, the not feeling good, but doing it anyway, like to build that energy of like the internal love. Because when we're looking for, the things it's an external thing. Tell me how to do it. Tell me what to do. And sure we need those things, but it lands differently when it's coming from a place of like, I want to do this, right? Mm -hmm. Like I want to get up and do my work. I want to get up and do the things. That's a different energy of like, Oh, I should now, what should I go do? You know what I mean? So then for me, when it's the energy of like, I love this. Yeah. I love the process. My work becomes better because I'm not thinking how I'm just being and doing, being and doing. So it's like to get people to get to that place creates better coaches, creates better work, better brands, content, everything. When it's just an expression of, because there's less filtering. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love that. And so when I hear you say that and hear you say like, this is who I am, like, what did it take for you to have this level of confidence to be this courageous I mean, it took most of my life feeling not this at all. Like, you know what I mean? Very insecure, very, like I was brought up in terms of like, like the external rewards and or awards and the grades and the status and go to school, like very like external. And so it was always just like external validation, external validation, but lack of happiness, lack of happiness. So I never felt secure in my voice and my intelligence and my body and like whatever, because it was always based off of things, what felt for me outside of me. So, you know, most of my life, I really didn't feel like, I don't know, happy or valid. Right. And then to me, the the experience was there comes a point where you can't live like that anymore. (laughs) Like you just, you just can't. And in my life that showed up as anxiety, like eating disorder, like where it was just like, I literally can't live like this anymore. I don't know how or why it was brought to my self-awareness that those things like anxiety, whatever was the cause of like the unhappiness and like, you know what I mean? Place on the external validation, but I had the self-awareness for whatever circumstances to realize, oh, that's the work that I have to do if I want to feel actually happy. Right. So then it turned into like, 
giving myself grace to then go on like a personal development journey. I started to strive for things that I wanted instead of things that I thought I should. Right. So it was like, go to school, do the things, whatever, like down this path, unhappy. And then I realized, oh, happiness comes from what do I want to do? So I started to then have goals and, and set, you know, paths on what would make me happy. And along that journey of failing, succeeding, failing, succeeding, that's where the confidence I truly believe came from. And I'm not just speaking business. I'm speaking like in the gym, I'm speaking in relationships, I'm speaking across the board. Right. So I think like a, a big piece is like courageously confident. Right. It, but it's the courage of like, if I want an extraordinary life. And to me, that means like, I'm blowing my own mind. Like, I don't care what people think. Like, it's great that people are mind blown, but like, I want to be like mind blown every day by the things that I'm doing. If that's the goal, then I have to be brave. Then I have to be courageous. I have to do things that I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how taking risks, all of that stuff to build the confidence that everyone sees today. That's what it's from. It's because yeah, now I'll say, I just am this way. Cause I am. But I wasn't like born this way. What most of my life was not this way. But now, because of my experiences, it feels it is completely embodied. It is completely natural. Mm, I love that. And one thing that sticks out for me a lot in what you were talking to is that like that willingness to fail, that willingness to like go through the journey. Yeah. And that's the hardest thing because like who wants to suck? <laughs> who wants to fail? Like, what? like, but, but it's so like when we're doing those things, it's like, well, I know I suck, but this is part of the process of getting to where I want to be. You know what I mean? Like, that's the part of it is like saying yes to being vulnerable. That's the growth. Oh my gosh. As you, as you said, like, I know I suck. I literally was thinking back to like my first like Facebook lives and things like that, where I'm like, oh yeah, like it sucked, but that's how you grow. I am like identify and I know you guys too, as like a, a content creator. So I'm constantly like idea, idea, put it out there, put it out there. And then sometimes things don't get put out there in the moment. So like a few weeks later, it, it goes out and then I'm judging the thing I did a week ago. Cause I'm like, that sucks compared to where I am today. So it's like, it feels like the people seeing me today, they're seeing me two weeks ago and then I'm judging. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like, it's this constant cycle, but you've got to be okay with it. Mm -hmm. Yep. That happens to me all the time. I'll write something and then I'll go to post it. Even three days later, I'm like, what was I think? Like, what was I saying? You know, um, you're like, this is so good. And then like, literally three yeah. days, you're like, what was I on? What is that? And I think when we look at content and our leadership in terms of like every moment, I'm ready for more than what I have. I'm available for more miracles, more magic, more abundance, more truth, more learning. Then it's no wonder that two weeks later, your content is like, wait a minute, what did I say? What did I write? Right. Because every day you're evolving so fast and learning and failing and, and picking yourself back up. So I can appreciate that. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to ask you some questions, Miss Houston. So would you be so willing as to tell us and our, our femme podcast listeners, your purpose in the, in this lifetime and how you're fulfilling it? I think it's really what we were talking about is it feels like my purpose is to lead and be courageous for me 
to show other people that they can lead and be courageous for them. That's truly, truly, truly like spot on. That's, that's what it feels like to me is like, if I go first to fulfill me and take the brave action, it's showing people that they can do it too. Like that spot on, that's what it is. 1000%. I feel it every time. Like I land in your energy, every time I land in your feed. So that truth right there. Yeah. I love it. What was the moment or a series of moments that you knew you were meant for more than what you currently had? So I don't know if you guys ever heard this story. I've shared it a few times on my social media. I have a vivid memory from when I was four, like literally, I don't know, four or five years old. Like it was that young where I'm sitting in kindergarten, like, you know, like the big circle tables. I have this vivid memory of me thinking, this is so surface level. Like I meant for a different conversation. I meant for more what you're asking. Like I meant for something else. I had that, like that thought that young and I had that feeling. Right. And so I think obviously when you're that young, like what the hell does that mean? But in hindsight, like in my twenties, that moment kept coming back to me and I'm like, Oh my God, that like full circle now, like now you're understanding what that means. And so I feel like that young and growing up or whatever, we're just kind of thrown down a path, kind of what I was saying before, like, just go do these things, blah, 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 surface level conversation, like the small talk, like, and I never wanted that, like, I never really, like, fit in as deeply as I wanted to find connection with, like, friends in, like, middle school and high school, because I'm just like, what are we doing? Like, you know what I mean? I'm just like, oh, this is so boring. Like, I want to talk about the world and I'm like 10 years old, right? Like I always kind of had that energy, but that young, I didn't know what it was, but I had that feeling. So that was a big piece. Now, more recently, I would say January of 2020, you know, that's like two years ago was a moment where I'm on the back end of a big, big year in my life and my business, like more success than I could have ever imagined like that was possible doing things that I never thought that I would do. And there was like this low, low month. I think we were in the hypermind at that time, like a low, low January, everything low energy, low fight, like money, low, everything is low. And that was a moment where I was judging myself or not judging myself, but I was caught up in the external things. I don't have the external things that I want. And all my energy and emphasis was like, I need more results. I need more money. I need more business results. I need more clients. I need, 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 because it was coming on the back end of like so much momentum. And it felt like it was stopping whether it was or not. And in that month, I realized that the actual path for me is not to achieve like X things still to this day. I don't know. I don't know what my goal is. Like, yes, I have like a vision and an energy for my context of my life. But it's no like, oh, I want to bring my business here. Oh, I want to write a book like that. Those distinct, like clear pieces are not there. But what's clear to me is the evolution of it all, the journey of it all. That to me is like, I meant for more from the fact of like, the journey is more, the being, the doing, the process is more. And the fact that there is no end in that makes me so, so happy. Mm. So freeing. So liberating to not be chasing something, but to be living in the now of what you've already created. 
I think people get caught up because sometimes they don't have something to attach to, then it's like, there's nothing happening. So it's like, I'm attached to the inner drive. Like I'm attached to like, who's Stephanie today? What, what, what magic am I making today? And even when I say that, I don't mean what big mind blowing thing am I creating today? Like to me, it's like the tiny moments, the tiny moments that I'm connected to. That's so fulfilling to me, but those are, those are the moments that also create the big thing but I'm not attached to the big things. I trust that the big things happen. I'm attached to my moments that most people don't even experience. Well, and I love this because it's that you're in that moment and you're attached to who you are right now and who you're being. And that's what takes you out of the striving energy, right? So it's not striving to get to the next thing and to have the next thing and to reach that next goal. It's all coming It's that allowing of it because of who you are being, because of like the choices you make right now in this moment. And I will just circle back to of like that January, 2022 moment. I think it was like part of the process, right? Because I think we, a lot of us go through, especially in entrepreneurship, it's your first time really experiencing all these big external things. And it's like, wow, like how, what is our relationship with these big things? What is our relationship with now people following us and, and money and milestones? Like what actually is that? And I think it took me up until that point where I was attaching because I didn't know what to do with it. And that moment in January was like, well, Steph, you're actually not even attached to it. You thought you were, or you thought you had to be, or you were still navigating that. And that moment in that month in hindsight was like, the more for you is actually you get to have those things and you get to love those things and you can be unapologetic about those things. But the driving force, the fulfilling piece of it for me was letting go of that. And like we we're just saying now, the, the, the micro moments that, that most people don't even see, like those moments are not external. That's an internal experience. I love that. Yeah, there's a, a freedom in that that I hope people get to feel for themselves. You know, I think in the online space, there's also this pressure associated with showing up or being plugged in all the time, you know, sharing the highs, the lows, the learnings, the wins, the celebrations all the time. And I love that, you know, what you're saying is that these internal moments where a lot of the magic happens is not even shared right? It gets to be yours. And there's permission in that, you know, and there's liberation in that, in that it doesn't all have to go online. It also gets to be for you. And I think like, that was a huge piece for me over the years of like, again, we shift as we're changing and growing. What is my relationship with my social media? Like, what does that look like? What am I sharing? What am I not? Because I do share a lot. I share everything, but also I I hardly share anything. Right. So it's like, what does that look like? That's changed so much, you know, over the years, because it's like that balance of, I want to be someone who, who people feel so connected to and people know like parts of my life, but also I need to have parts where it's just for Stephanie. And it sounds so silly, but like something we haven't even had our, our new puppy ocean for like a year yet. And like ocean is something that I like hardly share on social media and and it's so funny that I say this but like it's so normal for people to share their pets but I I feel like I feel like ocean is a symbol to me of like that's the piece like one of the pieces that like I don't need to share on the internet and like that like that's like that sense of grounding and Mm -hmm. I've been very intentional to like 
those certain pieces, again, it sounds so silly, but it's like, it's, it's home. Like it's our heart, you know, it's a, it's a foundation. And I just, I made that connection in the last year of like, I can have that energy and community of like showing so much and the vulnerability piece. But if we don't have like an anchor outside of it, then I don't think we're really serving our community. You know, it's like, as leaders in this space, we don't need to filter, but I think it's our responsibility to be intentional of like, am I sharing something that's of service of value? Like that's empowering, right? I mean, there's sometimes this whole other conversation of like, am I projecting what I'm going through behind the scenes on my social media? Does my audience need to see that or just like deal with it over here? You know what I mean? I'm sure you guys feel that too of like, how do we share the truth, but also I need to deal with this over here and I don't need to share it, you know, and it's sometimes there's a blurry line. Mm, I don't need to share it. And I'm allowed to process without questioning my leadership, without questioning my worthiness, without like not selling, right. Or not moving forward with whatever I've got going on in my business. It's like that duality of being human and growing and nourishing and loving on ourselves while also serving others, right? And I think that sometimes there's this veil of perfection put over coaches or online leaders. And it's easy for onlookers to think like, oh, you know, you're perfect or, you know, you've got it all figured out or whatever it is. And and for them to paint a picture, right? They paint a picture of who we are or who their leaders are. and. I think it's important to remember as online leaders that what they're thinking of you and how they're perceiving you is not up to you, right? It's not up to us. It's not, we're never even going to be able to change that or to choose that. I'm so glad that you said this too, because, you know, there's so many things that, that it's so me and I, I am bold and I'll say things and I know that people don't agree. And I know that sometimes like that triggers something in someone and then there's an experience that someone's going to have based off of them, uh, of who I am or what they, you know what I mean? And so it's like, there's a big piece that I'm excited to bring into the online space of like social media, emotional intelligence, self-awareness, like to be able to be online, a leader online, right? And to see another leader online say something and us understand our reaction, take responsibility for our reaction. So it's like, you know, I, I've said things and never from a place of like wanting to upset people, but I've, uh, quote unquote, I've upset people. But I'm like, how beautiful is that? That I will say like, this is a learning opportunity for you. Like what, what is that bringing up for you? Self-awareness number one, right? And so I think as coaches and, and leaders in the online space, we have more exposure than ever to see like our triggers that are being brought up. If I see something online and I'm feeling some type of way, whoa, I've got to look at that. Why do I feel insecure? Why am I jealous? Why, like, what is that? That has nothing to do with them. And I think if we can all just take responsibility individually for that, we're going to have a better online experience. And, and I think that's one of the biggest things we need as more coaches come into the space, because I mean, who are coaches right now? I mean, young and experienced, which is fine. We all were at some point, but it's like, there's still a lot of work to be done. And I think instead of like hating it or shaming it, it's just like, Hey, bring awareness, like do the work that's going to create, I think a really incredible thing in this space. 
Yeah. I love that. And that, that energy that do the work and, and all of a sudden I started to think back again. So you took us back to January, 2020. And at that time you said, you know, you're coming off this massive year. You've also said that you you're here to like blow your mind every single day. Do you think when you think back to like January, 2020, and now to like where you're at right now, like, could you ever have like predicted it? Like, you know what I mean? Like you just, I feel like it's like, you just keep showing up every day, blowing your mind and blowing all of our minds with you. Mm -hmm. You know, this is, this is the piece of it is like, I, on, on a regular basis, I actually don't realize what I'm doing (laughs) because I'm just so focused on like what I'm doing. Like, I don't really sit and think of all the things I've done. Like I'll, I'll have certain special moments for sure. But on a regular basis, that thought is not there. It's it's just the thought of like, cause I love to build and create and I'm so in it. And I think, I mean, some people might think like, I'm not bypassing at all, but it's just, I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I'm underrated. Is that a weird thing to say about yourself or like the underdog? And I think that that's an advantage because I'm just so motivated to be better myself. You know what I mean? So I think like, I don't see myself the way that, that other people do. And I think that's why I've created what I've created is because I'm, I just feel like a little kid with a toolbox, like just doing all the things. I think this might be my favorite quote on the Femme podcast ever. I think I'm underrated. I am underrated. Like, how would we all show up differently if that was our belief about ourselves? I am underrated. 100%. Because the way that I see it is like, I, every day, like, and not from a lack energy or proving energy, but like, I have to show up and show people I've got something to give them. And if we don't feel that to a certain extent, we're, we're, we're never going to keep leveling up. So, so that mindset is not like, oh, I'm not good enough, but it's an energy of like, I want to make sure that people know I've got a thing to say or share or whatever it is. And so that has allowed me, I think, to get better in everything in coaching and creation and in content and branding, because I'm like, Ooh, this isn't good enough. And from a place of it's an exciting challenge to stay up level. And I think how cool is that? Like you're saying we level up, people level up with us. Well, and I feel like for you, it's also that it's like that owning that microphone is like tap, tap, tap. Like I got something to say here, you know, and that's that, that element of, of that courageousness, that confidence. It's like my voice matters. I've got something to give. There's something that you can get here in this space from me. Yeah. And that's, that's scary. But that's what I, that's what I think a lot of people admire from me is they want to do, be able to show up on their platform and be like, I have something to say, like, and that's, that's scary. Right. And I think that that's why a lot of people love me and my energy is like not necessarily witnessing me do it, but they know they can do that too. It just takes a moment of them showing up on their platform and whatever it is, I've got something to say, like we, we all have that in us, but it's, it, the difference is the bravery to, to do it. And, and to show up and say it in that way. To tap yeah. the mic. Yeah. Right. Okay. What's the biggest up level you've ever experienced and the most noticeable shift inside yourself that happened or occurred like right before that up level? The, the biggest up level I would say for myself has been emotional intelligence over the last few years. Everything in my business used to like any mistake or anything that would go wrong or someone who would back out of something or someone being mean or like any negative thing, I would have a really emotional reaction 
that took me from this energy to the complete opposite. And, and I think that I personally had to experience that to understand how to na navigate that. And my biggest up level is to, to be able to handle everything in what I call it a neutral energy. So like, you know, honest to God, I used to like <laughs> saying this year, like someone who would want a $200 refund on a bundle on my website, like that would ruin my day. That used to like literally take me out of like, I would just, and that's a complete inner work thing of like, what's going on here. And mm. now I can have little things that don't matter happen or big things that do matter happen. And I can still feel like really solid. And I think one, that's good for me, but also two, that's so good for the people in my world, my clients, because if I can be solid, they can be going through their stuff and I'm solid. They witness how they can be solid. Like to me, that's the biggest up level, you know, mm -hmm. like, and, and again, I grew up on social media. I grew up not having the best, you know, self-awareness, emotional intelligence, and then having, oh, what does that look like to have people follow me? Or what is that? Am I placing my confidence on external validation? And I was. Mm -hmm. So to learn how to get out of that was the experience of my reactions to all of those things, which has then, in my opinion, been the biggest up level to be able to hold a business of this size people the caliber of clients I have now like I wouldn't be able to have all that I have so that's what I would say is the biggest up level for me the back end of many of those events that I can remember have been massive like increases in business growth you know because I would hold on so much to these little things these energy leaks of like oh this feels so heavy how can I possibly do more it's like I can't even handle these things so then to learn I can handle it it's like whoo weight is lifted then more comes in more good, but still more bad, but I can handle the bad. Yeah. And then instead of reacting to the external, like you harness your own inner power. And then that's that, that, you know, you said you, you stand there and you stand there for yourself. You stand there for your clients because of this inner power that you've harnessed. Yeah, that's exactly. And that's tough. That has been the, the hardest thing for me in the last few years is like, you feel crushed by a lot of things, but you know that that feeling is like, that's your responsibility. You can stay there or you can figure out how you can handle these things in a more empowering way. But in those moments, like those were the moments for me of like, uh, can I do this? Did mm -hmm. I like, did, am I really cut out for this? Can I handle this? Like, you know, and it's like in those moments, of course, it's like, yeah, well, you have to. Like to me, there's no choice. So yeah. if I'm going to keep doing it, then you either you get better at it and you fix it or you don't. So it's like, to me, it's like, well, I need to figure out how this can be better. If, if I really want to keep growing and, and envision my, my business and to be part of my life, you know, for a very long time. Yeah. And I think there's something even beyond incredible in there that you got to learn all these lessons while serving your audience. Right. And again, this goes back to your own processing, your own growth while leading while serving, while selling, while sharing, while scaling your business and going through shifting from external validation to courageous confidence coming from within you all while sharing online and being in the public eye and building a beautiful community. You know, I think that that is something that as peers of yours and, and also as you know, an audience and someone who loves your content, that is something that we love about you, right? Your ability to grow with the human 
and to, to stay the unicorn. It's intentional because to me, social media has always been an express expression of me. So it's like, how can I share this thing that I'm going through, but like probably keep the messy part behind the scenes, but create a fun opportunity out of it and a learning experience for my audience. Like, and that again, like I use the word magic. I'm like, oh, that's my magic. Like turn those things into content, into lessons, into experiences. And like, maybe those things were given to me for that purpose of like, figure it out and then share how you figure it out. Like, and I think that excites me when, when things happen of like, I know that this is going to be, someone will land on this who can learn from it before it happens to them. And like, that's exciting. Mm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Steph, what is your quantum vision? I know. And I love that you publicly share this with your audience too. Like I don't set goals, you know, I don't set month to month goals. I don't set goals for people in my programs. What is your quantum vision? Like, I don't know. Like you asked me that. I'm like, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. If we get really like specific, I, the thing that comes to me is that million dollar months from scalable offers. And what I mean by that is impacting a lot of people at like, not, not selling $200,000 offers, but like thousand dollar offers, but that equals like a million dollar months. Like that to me is like, I get to have a coaching business where people come into my world and paid containers. But then I envision a lot of my time is like the creation and impact of like audience, like free community audience, like stuff like that. It to me is the, the quantum. Like I want to, I think that there's a lot of coaches who resonate with what I currently have and what I'm continuing to build. And that's, you get to make a lot, a lot, a lot of money in a coaching business your way. And I think right now, a lot of coaches who are making high, high, high months, a lot of that comes from high ticket one-to-one and that's fine. But a lot of coaches don't desire close relationships. They desire, you know, 300 people in their thousand dollar offer or whatever. Right. And so it's like, I want to be I want to pave the way for coaches who desire that, who we can have high, high, high wealth, but still have the freedom of like, we're impacting many. So that's the best way for me to articulate that. I think I've done that to a scale, but it's like right now, my challenge is like million dollar months from that kind of offer and the freedom of like what, what the brand and what my creation looks like on a bigger scale. I don't know exactly what that looks like specifically, but it feels like something really big. Mm, I'm just like, I'm just over here excited Mm. to witness, excited Mm. to be be like, (laughs) I know it's coming. I know that it's coming. So without a doubt, without a doubt, Steph, I'm so excited for everyone inside outspoken to receive from you, to learn from you, to hear from you inside that coaching container. I know whatever you teach is going to be so powerful and impactful. Your potency is always just landing. You always have the perfect thing to say. So I'm really excited for your space inside outspoken. And I'm so excited for the women who get to learn from you. Me too. I'm so excited. And I know I just feel very excited for the women stepping into this container, like what you guys have created. I I just, I'm mind blown. Like what you, when I think about it, it's still land. I'm like, what this is like all of these speakers, all of these women, like, like this kind of 
container that you guys have created is a game changer for the industry. And it's going to be just so it's going to be something that women look back on that they did in 2022 and be like, that was a defining moment in their life and their business. So I'm just, I'm grateful for you guys that, that I get to be part of this. And I'm just so excited for the entire experience. Oh, thank you. This is like my field. This is my field. And exactly what, you know, for me, it's like outspoken gets to change the landscape of the coaching industry. So we are so excited to have you with us. We are so excited for the women who come inside that space, who are getting your potency and your teachings and all the magic that is Stephanie. That's Exo Gingy, the unicorn coach. Thank you guys. Wild women, there is absolutely not a single doubt in our minds that these 12 weeks inside Outspoken with these women, with the woman you just heard, with the, with the quality of her teachings, with the experiences of her journey and her life, with her beliefs, with her how and strategy and brilliance and energy that this is not going to take you to a next level, that this is not going to stir something inside of you that says that gets to me, be me, that gets to be me. That is me. If I take this step, if I move towards this, if I trust myself, like she did, if I leap, if I go all in on me, then I I'm one step behind. I am right there. I am following in this woman's footsteps, wearing different shoes. This is what we want for you. This is what we're providing for you inside Outspoken. All of these truths, teachings, transmissions, trainings, the how, the strategy, the energetic alignment, the calibration portal to move towards the place that you're desiring. We cannot wait to spend 12 whole weeks with you inside this container. We cannot wait for all of the magic that conspires, that transpires, that manifests, that becomes reality in these 12 weeks together. We begin May 1st. We are already (laughs) obviously thrilled and excited and counting down the days. We cannot wait to see you there. We cannot wait to be in the presence of outspoken with you for 2022. So here we go. The link is in our show notes. We'll see you there.